Whoa, boy. This is the Actors Room. My name is Jeff Tarowski. This is episode 77. And today, we have a special kind of show. It has taken me about a month to get it right. Mini drafts, mini tryouts. Here it is. I've done a lot of research. And today... We have a River Phoenix update. That's right. Most are saying, whoa, what? I'll tell you about it right after my little setup. Here we go. It's Halloween season. Here we are. Welcome back. Actors Room. My name's Jeff Tarowski. Whoa. Like I said, it's about that time of year. River Phoenix passed away October 31st, 1993. It has been 26 years. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I graduated from high school in 1994. In River... Whoa. It's going to be 25 years. It's been 25 years since I graduated. Holy shit. Anyway. River Phoenix episode I did. About two years ago. Near Halloween. It was an interesting show. About an hour and a half, I talk about his life, childhood, and his career in death. But I really didn't go in depth about River Phoenix's death. I just didn't. There's a reason why. I have very strong opinions on what happened the night of his death. We'll get into it. And that's where this update is coming from. It's been 26 years since he died. And ladies and gentlemen, that night has some question marks for me that need to be answered. I think I have a few answers. And that's why this show is coming to you this week. And like I said, it has taken me about a month To do this episode. And in the process. I have lost many viewing. Viewers. I've lost a lot of listeners. Because I haven't been putting out a show. Consistently. It has even made me consider. Stopping the show. Because I'm just. I got so involved. In this. Episode. Talking about Phoenix. And this is why. Joaquin Phoenix is a big deal now. Joker comes out. Like, I think it came out yesterday. Can't wait to see it. 
and the whole River Phoenix family. The dynamic of that family is kind of weird. Let's talk about that. The Phoenix family. You got a lot of kids. River was the oldest. There's uh, Joaquin, of course. Liberty, Rain. There's a bunch of them. They all have hippie names. You know, cute, uh, catchy names. Salt of the earth names. The Phoenix family, their parents were hippies. They met when they were young and they sort of just hit the road and got involved with a cult called the Children of God. And within this cult is where the Phoenix children grew up. These kids were involved in a cult because, guess what? Their parents were involved in a cult. Let's talk about River's parents for a minute. There's Arlen and then there's John. John Bottom. The Phoenix family's real name is Bottom. John Bottom is the dad and Arlen is the mom. I think there are two different kinds of people. Although they got along as far as love and when they met, they just sparked. Uh, They were just meant to be together. But I think that their personalities were very different. John, very into the cult, um, really did make it his life. And Arlen, too, was very involved with the cult, but I'm not sure as much. But she definitely did care. Um, But going further on down the line and learning about their whole family structure and how Arlen and John were different, here you go. When the Phoenix family became involved in music and movies slash television slash commercials, that was all Arlen. That's what I think. Arlen, the mom, was really into that stuff. She got a job in like a talent agency as a secretary. And she had the kids auditioning for everything. John, on the other hand, I don't think he cared for it. I don't think he liked his kids being in show business. But as I'm saying this, you got to understand, these are my opinions. I think it's true, though. (laughs) Um, I do. The mom... Loved show business. John, the dad, not so much. So you had this dynamic in the family. I wanted to point that out before we get going on this River Phoenix episode. And I'll tell you something. I've done very, uh, I've done a lot of actors and actresses on the actors room. And River Phoenix episode that I did two years ago is my most popular episode by far. By far. People want to know about River Phoenix. They just do. So that's why I'm doing this update on River Phoenix and his death. A big reason why is I saw just a clip of a documentary done by a man named William Richard. William Richard was a good friend of River Phoenix. He directed him in the life and times of Jimmy Reardon. Uh, William also was involved in my own private Idaho. If you remember, the character named Bob. That was William Richard, which I felt he did a really nice job in that role of Bob, William Richard, alongside Keanu Reeves and River Phoenix in my own private Idaho. Richard was a part of that project, became very close to River. 
River saw William as like a father figure, and although River Phoenix looked upon his real father in high regard, I think River had a hard time identifying with John, his real dad. They just clashed on certain things in life. But anyway, back to William Richard. I saw an interview he gave. About the death of River Phoenix. Now, mind you, William was close to River. They spoke a few days before he died. And William Richard, in this interview, expressed his disdain for the mystery around the death of Mr. Phoenix. And in this, I want to say, interview, but William is just sort of spouting off to the camera and he's yelling to like the people that were there that night, the night that River died. And William is just making it clear that he feels very iffy and strange and angry about the events around his death and how mysterious and controversial they were. And I thought to myself while I watched that about a month ago that holy cow, I feel the same way. And I did two years ago when I originally done my River Phoenix episode. When I got to talking about his death in my previous episode, I talked about what happened before he died, and that's it. I didn't go into it because it's fishy and it requires special attention. Plus, I was afraid. (laughs) I was. Because there are certain things that I believe. Now, I'm not saying they're true. But here we are, Halloween season, right? Eerie stuff going on, right? Mysterious stuff. Fun. Kind of dangerous in this episode. Just might be a little dangerous, a little interesting, and maybe a little creepy and scary. So here we go. River Phoenix death, October 31st, 1993, and it happened in the Viper Room. And you're thinking to yourself, hmm, the Viper Room. I've heard of that place. How do I know the name of that? Well... The Viper Room was owned by Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp opened up the club, I believe, about a year before that. It was a young club in 1993, and it was a happening place to be. Johnny Depp, of course, was on his way, becoming a big star, and if not a big star already. He would have acts come up on stage and perform at the Viper Room. Halloween night that year, 1993, River Phoenix was hanging out with his brother Joaquin, who was underage at the time, and his then-girlfriend, Samantha Mathis. River wanted to stay in. Joaquin and Samantha did not. They wanted to go to the Viper Room. Joaquin especially, because he said Johnny Depp and Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, would be performing there that night. River gave in and said, fine, 
Let's go. And they did. On the way to the Viper Room, they passed a lot of parties, stuff going on in the street, of course. People in costumes, partying it up. One of the people on the street that night was a young Leonardo DiCaprio. Hmm. He saw River pass by him that night. Never met him. You would think River Phoenix, DiCaprio, they would have met sometime in the past. They just didn't. It happens. DiCaprio saw Phoenix and wanted to say hello. But River Phoenix got lost in the crowd. And Leonardo DiCaprio at that time probably felt, oh, there'll be other times. No, there won't. For River Phoenix would pass just hours later. And wouldn't you know it? Because River Phoenix was on his way as a very popular actor, he had many roles lined up in the future. Future projects. And because he would be gone, guess who would be getting his roles, or most of them? DiCaprio. Hmm. DiCaprio actually benefited from Phoenix's death. Sad, but true. So sad. On to the Viper Room we go. River Phoenix and his family and friends get to the Viper Room. Halloween night, 1993. Into the club they go, and I'm not quite sure. If River Phoenix himself approached Johnny Depp that night with a question. And the question was this. Can I go up on stage tonight and perform? Do my thing. I'm here. I got my guitar and I want to jam. Well, I'm not sure who approached Depp with this idea. But Depp said maybe. And then ultimately, no. No river. No, no, no. You can't go on stage tonight. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. Whoa, Johnny. (laughs) Wow. Now, I get that that's his club. That's his baby. He has final say in everything, I'm sure. Right? He doesn't work there as a bartender. He doesn't work there as a busboy. He owns the place. And he has a right to say who goes up on stage, who doesn't. But what balls to tell River Phoenix that he can't go up on stage tonight. I mean, River Phoenix ain't no joke. He ain't no Joe Schmo coming off the street asking for a favor. Uh, Couldn't fit him in, John. Couldn't say, hey... River, we'll fit you in. Hey, River, hang out. We'll get you up there at the end of the night when everybody's gone. This choice by Mr. Depp is intriguing, isn't it? Denying Phoenix time on stage because you know something? That meant a lot to River Phoenix. If you don't know this about River, he adored music. And it's my belief He adored music more than acting. And you got to see how much he really enjoyed acting. He was fucking good at it. (laughs) But he loved music even more. So being sort of, you know, barred or, you know, told no, you can't go up there. I'm sure it didn't brighten his night. Now, I'm sure he didn't go into deep depression. But he didn't go to the Viper Room for the company. He went there 
for the prospect of going up on stage that night. And Depp saying no, I think is kind of a big deal in this story. I do. And I'll tell you why. I think he did it for a reason. I think he did it to piss him off. I think Mr. Johnny Depp had issues with River. And you think to yourself, really? River seems like such a nice guy. Why would Johnny Depp and River Phoenix have issues? I think it was more on the side of Johnny Depp. And I have a few reasons why. In Hollywood, not everybody gets along. Hey, that's just reality, right? Not everybody gets along in reality. Hell, there are people that don't get along in your own family. Am I right? Okay. So, try to think about this. Hollywood, you got actors, directors, producers, everything. You think of all of the people involved. Not everybody's going to get along. There's rivalry. It happens. I mean, it just does. And I think Depp was threatened by River Phoenix. River Phoenix was becoming big at that time. They're about the same age and they would be going up against each other for the same roles. Not only at that time in 1993, but also in the future. Plus, River Phoenix, and I found this out, was going to be doing a project in the near future. And his co-star was involved with Johnny Depp at the time. Johnny didn't like that. He didn't. Threatened by Mr. Phoenix. Now, folks, this is all very innocent, right? When you're talking about rivalry, jealousy, that sort of thing, it goes on. But in this case, it might play a factor. I'm not saying it is, but we're putting it on the table on what happened that night at the Viper Room. A club owned by Mr. Depp. Let's talk about what happened when they got to the club. First off, River denied. River Taken aback by it, right? With his buddies at the bar, with his buddies outside, with his buddies at the table, possibly taking some drugs, definitely having a few drinks, and discussing why he couldn't get on stage that night. Flea was going up there. Uh, There was another member of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, John, who also was jamming that night. And Johnny Depp, of course, was jamming as well. River felt left out. Hmm. Interesting. Now, let's get into something that I feel is important. There was a documentary done a while back about River Phoenix's death called Too Young to Die. And in that documentary, they explained that River Phoenix went into the bathroom in the Viper Room and did a speedball. And after doing said speedball, got very sick and ended up dying. That is not correct. That's false. Why would a documentary give out false information? And I'm here to tell you, don't believe documentaries 100%. Why? Because they're not all correct. They're biased and they're done by human beings. Plus, they may be given misinformation. So, do your own research after viewing a documentary. 
River Phoenix didn't die from doing a speedball in the bathroom. That is false. He was given a drink by somebody at the club. This drink was filled with heroin and cocaine. A speedball drink, they say. I tried looking this up, by the way. Huh. Guess what? It doesn't exist. I tried looking it up. Nowhere could I find anything called a speedball drink. So that's saying something right there. This ain't no trend. Because people do fucked up shit to get high. People do fucked up shit just to do it. People aren't doing this. This was a spiked drink, folks. This was given to River Phoenix with bad intentions. A lethal drink. And I'm a little torn about how I feel about River Phoenix's drug use. Period. Especially during the later stages of his life. I've read up on it. And from what I've read. River Phoenix was getting to the point where. He was becoming a heavy heroin user. That's what I read. My research tells me this. And then I look at other research I did. About what his family and friends say. And his family and friends say. That he wasn't. A heavy drug user. He dabbled. There's a difference. Whether he dabbled or not. River Phoenix used drugs. But. Was he a heavy drug user? Was he on his way. To becoming a heavy drug user. Especially heroin. And this is why I'm making this point. And I'm going to say it right now. One of his friends there. We'll call him John F. He's the one that gave River the drink filled with heroin and coke. This is the question. Did John F. know what was in the drink? I mean, he gave it to him, right? He should know what's in it. Did he? No. Did John F. mix it? Or did someone else mix it and tell John to give River the drink? John F. was a heavy drug user doing a lot of heroin and coke. John F. earlier that night threw up on stage, got sick because he was using. Was John F. drinking the same concoction, this drink, that night as well? And thought, I'll give it to River to make him feel good. Because John knew that River was a little down and he couldn't go on stage. Did John F. give River Phoenix a drink that he felt he could handle but couldn't? Because John F. went into a deep depression shortly after River's death. Is it because he mixed the drink and realized That he killed River Phoenix. Or did he just deliver it? That is the question that needs to be answered. And I wonder if William Richard knows if John F. mixed the drink. 
And if John F. didn't mix the drink, who did? Because if John F. did, it's explained. Because John was doing the same thing. He drank that, that same fucking mixture of heroin and coke. You fucking idiot. And because he was such a heavy drug user, he was able to sort of digest that and live. But if you're not up to that task of taking in that, that mixture like River did, he shortly died after that. So if John F. mixed it, I get it. It makes sense. Book it. End of story. Explained. Done. But if that's not the case, whoa, we open up a whole new ball game, folks. And this is the part that kind of scares me. We'll get into this. Because if John F. didn't mix it, huh, who did? And like I said, it was a lethal drink. So whoever mixed it had bad intentions in mind. If John F. mixed it, okay. He's just an idiot, heavy drug user, moron. Get that. But if that is not the truth, and somebody else gave John F. the drink and said, John, give this to River. Tell him it'll make him feel good. We have a whole big problem here. Who mixed that drink? Because John F. went to deep depression after the death, of course. And guess who left town as well? Johnny Depp. (laughs) Why did Johnny Depp leave town after this? Was he? In deep depression. I don't think so. Was he scared? Maybe. Maybe he just wanted to separate himself. From that whole situation. That was a big deal. Phoenix died right outside his club. Maybe he felt responsible. Being an owner of a club. You should. So maybe he got a little scared. And Johnny left. And I found this in my research. And this kind of bothers me. Arlen. The Phoenix children's mom closed the case and didn't want to investigate any further. Why did she do that? Did she just want to be done with it? Did she know what happened? I don't think so. I don't think she did. But come on. Your son, in my opinion, died In a very mysterious way. Don't you want to know everything about it? Investigate? I would. Is something being covered up here? And if it is, that scares me. Hollywood can be a dark place. And I've heard many rumors about what happened that night and the reasons why. It's Halloween. And that's the night River died. Creepy. Eerie. I've heard rumors. River was sacrificed. Do I believe that? No. I'm not a big conspiracy guy. And that probably didn't happen. 
The chances of that are extremely slim. And although Johnny Depp has delved into a lot of black magic stuff, look at the tattoos on his body. Black magic stuff, folks. Dark stuff. Johnny also hangs around with some questionable people and was instrumental in getting the West Memphis Three out of prison. Johnny Depp is suspicious. And I bring him up because, hey, River Phoenix died at his club. You have to look into him, don't you? And why does it feel covered up to me? It does. His death was suspicious. Why would River Phoenix drink something filled with heroin and cocaine? That makes no sense to me. I don't think he did it intentionally. He was given that drink by his friend and felt, why would my friend give me something lethal? Something that could kill me. He drank it right away and felt like shit almost immediately. And the next thing he said to his friend was, what did you give me? (laughs) Wow. Took a little second there to collect my thoughts. Because doing a River Phoenix episode when I did two years ago, it was tough to do. I looked up to him a lot. Um, He was one of the actors that I studied. Um, We were similar, just in style, uh, looks, that sort of thing. Um, He was older than me. But I really did... Look up to him. I studied his work. I think he was brilliant. A brilliant actor. And it was interesting to find out other things about him. Things I wish I didn't find out about him. The fact that he was sexually abused at an early age. At four years old. That's fucked up. And I think he used all that shit. And put into his acting all the deep-seated issues. Really did help form. His brilliant talent. And he was able to use that in his work. And uh, I think that's probably one of the reasons why. Audiences appreciated his work. And critics. What happened that night? What happened? Joaquin Phoenix was there. Think about that. He was there. Underage. But there. He saw what happened. Does Joaquin Phoenix know what happened that night? And if he doesn't. Has he gone to the ends of the earth to find out what happened to his brother and come back and said, we're good. I did all the research. I've talked to the people I wanted to talk to. We're good. Uh, River accidentally took the drink. Uh, The heroin and cocaine accidentally fell into the drink. And there you go. What? (laughs) What? If that's the case, right? And I just kind of made a joke just then. But if that's the case, where Joaquin, you know, did his due diligence, asked around. I mean, that's your brother, man. It's your brother. What? Where would Joaquin Phoenix be today if it wasn't for his brother, River? <laughs> where would you be, bro? And I do hear Joaquin talk about River. It's not that much. I mean... I heard that River was very instrumental 
in getting Joaquin into acting. Joaquin really, I mean, he did act a little bit when he was a kid, but he didn't see it as his future. And River told him, bro, you're going to be bigger than me. And Joaquin said, what? (laughs) River, like, he saw it. When Joaquin was small, that Joaquin's going to be a big actor. He said that. I mean, how true he was. I don't know. I find the whole Phoenix family situation intriguing. It's intriguing. Mysterious. The Hollywood scene. The How big Joaquin is now. Um, everything about that. I mean, if he has any suspicion about his brother's death, look into it, man. Is he scared? Is Joaquin Phoenix scared? Was Arlen Phoenix, River's mom, was she scared? Did she feel something was off but afraid to look into it? Then in some way, even though River was gone, her other siblings, I'm sorry, her other children... Like, they would not have a chance to be involved in Hollywood anymore if she looked into it. That stuff scares me. If that's true, how dark is Hollywood? Now, I believe it's pretty dark. But how dark is it? Think about that. This Halloween. I did it, folks. I'm going to put this episode out. And it's going to be like, whoa, hey, hey, Jeff, what the fuck? (laughs) Did I just hear you say that there is a possibility that Johnny Depp might be responsible for Phoenix's death? And I say, probably not. But (laughs) consider him a little creepy this Halloween season. Just a little. Look at the guy. Look at Johnny Depp, the way he is now. I mean, one of his first uh, roles, actually, was in uh, the uh, Freddy Krueger movie, Nightmare on Elm Street. He was in the original Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm not saying I love Johnny Depp as an actor. I respect him. I think that Edward Scissorhands and Donnie Brasco is his best work, for sure. I look at those performances and I go, yes, 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 love it. But Johnny Depp is a person, not so much. I don't know him. We don't hang out, but I don't want to. (laughs) I would have loved to hang out with like 25 year old Johnny Depp, right? But not now. The company he hangs out with, things he's involved with now scare me. So, anyway, I felt that doing this episode would be interesting and fun this Halloween season because, hey, it's Halloween. There you go. Hope you enjoyed it. Sorry it took about five years to get the next show out there. But, hey, (laughs) I lost a lot of listeners. Hopefully, I'll get them back with this episode. People love hearing about River Phoenix. They do. And... I hope that William Richard, who I mentioned earlier, who knew River and also feels that his death was suspicious, I hope that he gives me his opinion on what happened that night. 
We went back and forth. I got in touch with him, and we discussed a few things, and he confirmed certain things with me, and I said thank you, and I also said please keep me involved with what you find out. I hope he does, because I'm interested to find out what William Richard has in his back pocket. God, I'd love to know, because he's in close contact with Samantha Mathis, who is his. River's girlfriend at the time, so he's got some inside information. I hope that he shares it with me, and I can sort of keep you up to date on what else is going on with this thing, because it's fishy and it's eerie. I mean, River Phoenix was 23 years old. 23, how young! And yeah, he was getting mixed up with drugs. He was. Take a look at him. Like a year before he died, he didn't look that good. He was definitely going on the wrong path. But deep in my heart, I think that his family and friends would have pulled him out. What happened that night at the Viper Room was so unfortunate. Whether it was an accident or not, what a tragedy! Think of the roles that we would have been blessed with, that River Phoenix would have gave us, just like James Dean, Heath Ledger. I mean. It makes you so sad. There were so many people that adored Phoenix. He was a special person.、Uh, a lot of people said he had a bright aura, right? An aura. Not too many people can say that. He was a special guy, good-looking guy, and we'll miss him for sure. And I hope we find out what really happened that night. I really do. I think it's important, and people should know about it. And in the actors' room, I hope to give you an update on this. So stay tuned, and I'll let you know. Hope you have a great night. Hope you have a great day. Put in that movie tonight. Put in that scary movie tonight, folks. I've been watching scary movies for the past couple of weeks. Fuck yeah, love it. Can't wait to watch another one tonight. I wonder what I'm gonna watch. I've watched so many. I watched The Thing.、Uh, I watched Clue, although that's not scary, but it's a staple here at the Tarowski household. Clue with Tim Curry. God, I love that movie. I watched、uh, the Amityville Horror. Woo! I watched the one with、uh, Christy Swanson, where the kids are locked away. Oh my God! What is that one? Louise Fletcher's in it. Oh, wait! It's the kids' flowers in the attic. Yes, creepy. So I hope that all of you put in that scary movie. If not, put in something you love. Enjoy the evening. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your significant other. Or call up somebody that you haven't talked to in years. Say hey, hey you. <laughs> Let's get together. Let's go see a movie. Let's go grab a bite to eat. Have a beer. Just talk. Talk about life. Talk about art. Art is a central figure in my life. I hope it is for you too. It makes you feel. Isn't that what it's all about? I think it is. So thanks for listening.、Uh, hope you are still listening, and. Um, my next episode will be coming probably in two weeks. I'm gonna highlight somebody that I find very interesting, 
and many people may not know about. But I love the guy. I fucking love this guy. I was turned on to him just recently. He's been uh, a director, actor uh, that was big in the 70s. So a lot of the audience may not care, but I do. I wanted to do research on this, this man. A little bit of a cliffhanger. Hope you listen next week or in two weeks in the actor's room. My numbers have gone down. Let's get them back up. Tell people to listen to Jeff Tarowski in the actor's room. The guy really has something to say. With this whole River Phoenix thing, I mean, it's interesting, right? People want to know about it. And tell them that the actor's room also highlights other actors, actresses, films, documentaries. And once in a while, I go off topic. I do. I talked about the Cleveland Browns about, what, two years ago? That was out of the loop. (laughs) Uh, I I do that. And uh, guess what? The Cleveland Browns made me very happy last week. I was very happy last week. I was scared that we would suck again. And we may not. Oh, the Cleveland Browns being good is just, uh, it brightens my night. It brightens my day. It brightens my life. I love the Cleveland Browns as much as I love movies. <laughs> Woo! It, it's, it's possible that I love them about the same. I do. Thanks for listening. Visit me on my website, theactorsroom.lipson.com. I am also on iTunes. I am also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. God bless you. Have a good one.